You are listening to the Work-Life Eubiosis Podcast with your host, Charleston Edwards. If this is your first time here, welcome. My goal is simple, to bring harmony and balance to this world, starting with the family. There is so much more to life than the nine to five, and this show is designed to bring you inspiration, motivation, and practical solutions to bring balance and joy back to your life. Work-life balance is not a myth, it's a choice. Themes on this show range widely between faith, family rhythms, work, and lifestyle philosophies. You will also hear burning ladder essays submitted by our community of friends and listeners who ditched the rat race, beat burnout to pursue a more balanced and purposeful life. My hope is that this show and the stories shared will provide encouragement motivation, and will provide some ideas that will be valuable to you on your journey to work-life freedom. So let's dive into today's episode. There are a lot of good books out there, but then there are books that are like finding water in a desert. The Second Mountain by David Brooks is just that. David Brooks' articulation of the true purposes in life and how to find joy, no matter what path we are on, is just extraordinary wisdom. His collection of life wisdom is not only from personal experience, but is well-researched. In summary, the concept of this book is about how we spend our time. Our first mountain is what society has outlined, get educated, and choose an upward career path that fits our talents and our credentials. We seek to build an identity, reputation, and affluence. The second mountain is not chosen. It finds us. It's a whole life commitment to at least one of four areas. Vocation, marriage, community, and or faith. This sacrificial commitment on the second mountain cares less about prestige, rake, or money. The second mountain is where the heart naturally feels at home for committing to a cause much bigger than one person, that one person being self. The second mountain isn't forced on us, but it does call each person to follow our uniquely designed destiny, what we know to be true about ourselves. We have hints of what our second mountain is when we are children, but in our pursuit of degrees and finding a good-paying job, many of us find ourselves digging our lifelong roots on mountain number one. The first mountain is not wrong, but it's not a place where we want to stay forever. Mountain number one is where we sharpen our skills, learn to make a living, build social equity, and collect assets. It's when we fall off this mountain into the valley that we are introduced to wisdom. If we're fortunate, it's in this wisdom that we realize that mountain number one of our lives is missing something. In this wisdom, we realize that money and status are not filling the void of our souls. And it's there that we start our journey on mountain number two. As Brooks describes it, the valley represents a painful event that helps us realize 
what's most important in our lives. That pain is humbling and shows us that we aren't gods, and we should have a fear and awe of God. This is the source of wisdom. The first mountain is where we collect. The second mountain is where we give it all back. Every ounce of our pursuits on the second mountain is for someone else. We surrender to others. We sacrifice in the pursuit of happiness. In that paradigm shift, we don't find happiness, but we discover true joy. The purpose of mountain number two isn't about getting to the top. The purpose is in the actual journey. All timelines and metrics are out the window, and the person on the second mountain is destined to live for others. This purpose fulfills our deepest voids. One of my favorite quotes is by Mark Twain, who said this about purpose. The most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. When we find out why, we must adjust our lives. We must move. We must start doing the work for the sake of others. We must take what we have learned from mountain number one over to mountain number two. For those of us who are already on the second mountain, I must throw caution into the wind. Burnout happens to everyone. Balance is key to longevity and sustainability. Burnout is the result of not doing enough of what we are designed to do, a.k.a. mountain number one. Or burnout is the result of doing too much of what we were designed to do, a.k.a. mountain number two. That sweet spot of carrying out our passions and purposes is acknowledging that Rome was not built in a day. Time is not the enemy. Time is neutral because all time belongs to God. Which segues me into the practical. Regardless of which mountain we're journeying on, we can all use tools on how to be most efficient with our time. Stay tuned. After we come back, I'll dive into how to fight burnout with our to-do list. This episode is brought to you by Own Your 5 to 9, an organization committed to freeing families of the rat race and burnout. Every organization has a leader, mission, and a set of values that drives the organization. But this is commonly missed in the most important organization in the world, the family. An organization has one mission for how it will impact the world. Why not the family? An organization goes into strategic planning to align its values, mission, and projects. Why not the family? Who's Home, a strategic planning guide for families is a workbook and a tool needed in all households. Who's Home takes a strategic planning approach with 10 guided exercises to define your core family values, family mission, and tools to operationalize how your family does life together. If your family is facing big decisions, Who's Home is for you. If you're considering a career pivot, Whose home is for you? If you desire more intentionality and harmony in your home, whose home is for you? Create a healthy culture, not a hustle culture at home. 
Visit ownyour5to9.com to claim your copy today. Does your to-do list look like a mountain? How do you handle your workload? What's your organizational system for your task or your business? One method that works for me is the two-list method. List number one looks like a mountain. It's the catch-all of everything swirling in my brain that ends up on paper or a digital device. I use Asana for my global to-do list. List number one is a safe place for me. It's like a second brain to ensure nothing is forgotten. I look at it often to know what's coming up and to intentionally shuffle around priorities and the days that I will be tackling specific tasks. List number two is about today. It's significantly smaller, and on a lot of days, it only has one thing on it. That list has one purpose. If there are repeated tasks that pop up, those tasks are typically systemized or automated to happen at the same time or the same day every week. If you ever feel like the global list is overwhelming, close it down. Then take the necessary task and make list number two in a post-it note format to remove yourself from the shadows. The two list framework is very simple and can be customized regardless of the industry. But there is a greater connection between the mountains and the list that we live by. List number one and mountain number one have future implications. It's about more. It's where we collect everything. It's a catch-all. List number two and mountain number two are about living for today. List number two and mountain number two are less concerned about metrics, timelines, and accumulation. Less is the theme, but more is the result. It's about being on purpose. So let me leave you with this one question that would make a great question to put at the top of your mountain and the top of your list. What is my purpose today? Thank you for listening to the Work Life Ubiosis podcast, part of the work life resources created by Own Your 5 to 9. I hope that you have found encouragement and a few ideas to strengthen your journey to purpose, freedom, and balance. Have you overcome burnout and found a new way of life? Millions around the globe are still at the risk of burnout and losing it all, and your story may be the one that sparks not only a dream, but action. Visit ownyour5to9.com for more information and to submit your story. While you're there, join the Work Life Ubiosis newsletter and receive additional resources weekly right to your inbox. If you enjoy this podcast, take time to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Share it with a friend or a loved one. Remember, the most important organization in the world is the family. Let's do our part to strengthen it. Thank you for listening.